0: Welcome to the Spirit for Success podcast with your hosts, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker.
1: So welcome to another Kick-Ass and sparkle Letterpreneur podcast. We've got a uh, special topic today, but uh, with me as always is the beautiful, the be stunning, the always talented oh, he- Therese.
0: Thank you. I pay her to say that, by the way. <laughs> Like talk me up, (laughs) help me feel better. (laughs) Hi everyone, I hope that that uh, hey Terry, I see you in there. I'm on Facebook Live as usual, so maybe chat with everybody here. Um, But saying hi, hi. So hi, hi, hi. So, (laughs) like, should I go into total transparency?
1: Yeah, go on, go on. This is the place where we get to trust this. Share, share, baby, share.
0: Um, awesome. Well, we got someone in here with us too. Oh, we got a couple people in the room with us. Yay! Fantastic. Hi, Maria. Um, so yeah, so full share, guys. Um, Aunt Flo came like, (laughs) like just a couple hours ago. So I like of course was mid work day and just kind of crashed my as soon as my son took a nap i'm like that's my cue <laughs> so this is not uh this sexy look is coming to you via <laughs>
1: live from bed hair
0: yeah <laughs> exactly we can pretend we'll all pretend it's something else but you know
1: you know i think it looks fine i know it just i think it looks fine. it's beautiful it's gorgeous it. <laughs> it's
0: intentional it's intentional but so. yeah yeah so <sighs> um
1: we have a topic we minutes. wanted
0: to talk oh yeah we oh yeah so many <laughs> things we want to say about this we got a lot to say about this topic
1: you go reach all right the topic for this evening this morning whatever is overgiving and how it's hampering limiting or ruining The success of an entrepreneur, because we've been able to uh, identify things in ourselves, but also when we step back, we're able to see a lot of it in our clients, which is kind of the way it goes. You see it in the client, then you realize, oh shit, we're doing that too. So I'm going to throw it, (laughs) three, to start us off on this beautiful journey of discovery. And holy yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun because, as you guys know. Um, we have our success circle membership and that is like our main, that's spirit for success right there. That is the whole baby. And then Rach and I each have our side projects, our passion projects within that company. So she's doing her source for shift training um, that she leads. And I just started school for spirit, which I lead and Rach and I are both um, students for each other. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And she's gone first. Like, this is what, your second year, technically? Yeah, um, technically, your second year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so she's she's like the sophomore, and I'm the freshman. (laughs) So she's my advisor in a way, too. Um, But the doors open officially for class tomorrow. And um, Rach is one of my students, and I've been working really hard on just building these modules for people. And of course not noticing the patterns because when we're in our pattern, we're just in it, right? We're just, that's our mindset. We don't even realize that maybe it's a mindset that's going to slowly drive us insane. So I was really excited because I wanted to share with her all the goodies that are coming up in lesson one. We've got four lessons left in the first module. Um, So actually technically it's lesson two rather. So I'm really excited. I get her on the phone. I'm like, can't wait to tell you what we're doing. She's like, oh yeah, break it down. I'm like, okay, so we're doing this. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, and we're doing this. And she's like, wow. And then I'm like, and we're doing this. And she's like, okay. And then I'm like, and we're doing that. And she's like, how long is this class? Like, this is the whole rest of the module. And I'm like, no, this is just class one. She's like, one lesson, right. And we have one every week. And she's like, and how long is this lesson? And I'm like, it's it's an hour and she's like okay <laughs> and I realized like my mindset going into it was I can't wait to tell her she's gonna be blown away and she's gonna love it and what ended up happening was like I had overwhelmed her and she was like kind of thinking like how
1: do I get out of this <laughs> you know what I mean? it wasn't quite like, get out of it it was like that's a lot <laughs> how do I tell her in polite terms That's probably a little too much <laughs>
0: It was, it was. And here's the thing, it was stressing me out, but mm-hmm. I thought I was just stressed out because, um, True, it wasn't enough. I'm like, are you kidding I was, me? I was, it was <laughs> kind of twisted. Actually, when I stepped back and I stepped into the shoes of somebody who's never done this work, right? Because here's the thing, here's one thing that we notice that we do. Um, and probably a lot of coaches, a lot of teachers do this is we have our mindset going into the work. So we're like, this is where I'm at. I'm the teacher. And I'm like, I've got to give them more because this is nothing. This is like the, this is the basic. This is, easy. um, right. This is easy. So I've got to give them a lot more. And you have to step into the shoes of the person receiving it. And so what we likened it to was, and I know this is a stereotype, but it's, it's one we've all seen so i'm just going to use it but you know when they show the the stereotypical italian mother who mm-hmm. you know like the the character you know is bringing his girlfriend over for dinner or something and then the stereotypical italian mother is like oh eat you're too thin you know like here's a ton of food and like you see this entire table this board <laughs> filled with food and the character looking at it going oh my god like and then and you just keep getting piled on right well in this scenario i'm that stereotypical mother and the client is the girl, the girl coming over, going, oh my god, um, it is not a fun experience. It it's it takes all the pleasure out of enjoying the meal, and then it becomes about can I even digest this much, <laughs> right? But I'm gonna do it anyway because I have to keep up, and everybody else is eating it, right? And you feel obligated, and so here's what I almost did, and thankfully, you know, just being able to chat with reach about it. I really, I just retuned it and now it's so much better.
1: It's just mm. well, going to be good. Um, approval on this side too.
0: Yeah, I did. <laughs> I got the seal of approval. Um, so the thing about it is that instead of pleasing the client, like is what we're trying to do as entrepreneurs, we are overwhelming them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have taken out the, ability to really get all the information and let it really soak in and help them. And we jammed them with information to the point where either they will stop participating, which we've seen happen, Mm -hmm. um, or they will be in overwhelm and feel like a failure. Mm. Um, And we will have failed to see that it was our overloading that caused it,
1: rather than their ability to receive the material. Mm. I sort of say it as a you know, they've asked for a drink of water and you come at them with a fire hose. a <laughs> 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 little much. <laughs> Bowl them over. But we see it a lot in our clients too. Like when we sat back and reflected, uh, you know, we, we do a lot of Q&A mastermind with our clients and I've got um, people in the, even in the source for shift. And one of the things that tends to come up when we look at the programs, a lot of the programs around, you know, what drives someone to overgive. And there are a couple of things that I have noticed stand out big time and we've kind of touched on one there's this you know we're in a different place so we kind of try to give at the level that we're at that's one but the other one that i see particularly in a lot of um coaches and healers uh and sort of those big-hearted people who are entrepreneurs they're over giving because there are a couple of things running underneath one of them is well i'm not giving enough value or i have to give value so because i'm not enough and to be able to Um, also stand out against the other people they're comparing themselves to. So it's coming from a place of I'm not enough, so therefore I have to give so much value so they'll stay, so they'll like me, so they'll continue to work Mm -hmm. with me, which is a mindset in itself, which I'm glad I've got my, my source for shift technique and I'm taking these people through this training to be able to get rid of that because you'll never step into owning your value or charging what you're worth if you have that mindset running underneath and that's a really big one we see a lot. And we've even found it in ourselves. I've been doing, I've been doing a lot of work on it, which is partly hearing it up sick because I'm aware now that, Oh, okay. I see that pattern. Now I'm going to do something about it and start shifting and changing that perception and stepping into the power that is me.
0: Yeah, we're hearing, I'm just looking at the comments in the group and some people are, this is resonating for them. And yes, Chai said, keep it simple. And I'm saying absolutely, yes, keep it simple. Because, um, yeah, the first thing is just assuming that everybody's at your level, right? And usually the people who are attracted to your teaching recognize intuitively that you have something to share that they want, that you have a perspective that is going to help serve them. So right there, they've, uh, they've done the job. I mean, the student identifies the teacher. Mm. That's truth, And I think that the more that as teachers we can get comfortable with that, we're constantly thinking about who our teacher is. Mm. But the student identifies the teacher. So when your students appear, you're a teacher. All right? <laughs> own it. Uh, <laughs> own that. Um, so here's – One thing I, I, when I have clients who are coaches or teachers of some sort that come to me and one of their fears is again, I'm not enough. And the fear is that they're not as far ahead as the people ahead of them.
1: Mm. Yes. Yes. And so
0: they really don't think that they've earned the, like they almost feel like they're a fraud standing there teaching someone else when they know someone else is ahead of them. And the thing I like to tell them is that don't confuse the role of teacher with the role of master. Mm -hmm. So there are levels. So, and I always show them the mountain and I'm like, the master has been up all the way to the top of the mountain and knows what's up there. Um, And then there are teachers who are like your Sherpa or your guide from base camp one to base camp two and two to three and all that. Um, And you can take, your clients, your students, as far as you've gone. So if you've gone from bottom to base camp one, you are um, an authentic qualified. teacher. Hmm. Oh, Yeah, you're qualified to teach that level. If you were to try to teach past your skill level and your knowledge and experience level, that's when we go into fraud. That's when we start to get hit by the avalanches um, hmm. is when we're trying to work
1: past our level Mm. yeah I one of the things I heard I can't remember where I heard it but you only need to be a third you only need to be a fourth grader to a third grader so you don't have to wait until and the other thing too like we learned this in NLP you master. not master's not the word you learn things at a deeper level and you get it at a deeper level when you start talking about it and teaching other people. So part of, mm-hmm. part of mastery is actually to teach. <laughs> it, it, it really
0: truly is. You have to become the teacher to, to learn mastery. A great example of this is from my acting days. I remember, um, I have my, my BF bachelor of fine arts. There it is, uh, in acting. And I remember after I graduated college and all the things that I heard about auditioning, like every person who Uh, who trains you for auditioning is like you need to be present when you're in the room you need to be in the material not be in your head and you get that on a theory level Mm. and then you try to go in the room and do that and it's like it's not in your body yet I'll tell you when it drops in your body when you have to tell someone else to do it it's like Mm. boom that's what I meant that's what it meant and I remember um auditioning I was directing a show and auditioning other people and I immediately saw it it was like Mm. crystal clear what that meant is sometimes you have to be on both sides of it to get the answer. Mm. Right? So student and teacher. There and then there, like Rach just said, therein lies some mastery.
1: Yay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean so, we love the process of mastery. We talk about it a lot and this is just another aspect to it that we haven't really talked about was is, is stepping into the teacher role in order to help with the mastery process. And it's all practice, but it's like Therese has shown When you start looking at it from different angles, you get different understandings of the same topic. Mm -hmm. So don't hold back on teaching what you already know. You don't have to go all the way into university from kindergarten before you start teaching. In fact, we constantly say that to our our, um, success circle members and I say it to my clients and even my source for shift students, same thing. You only need to have teach what you already know. That's it. Keep going. You will learn more things, teach more things. We do it here. As we get right. insights and understandings, we teach it. We're not going to wait until we've absolutely mastered everything because you know where's the fun in that?
0: <laughs> and it's it's you'll be waiting forever. Yeah. Too. Um, but one point that we kind of uh, I'm, I touched on, but we didn't go into, was part of the holistic intelligence that mm-hmm. gets activated. You understand things from a certain point of view from theory. So if I tell you theoretically the world is round (laughs) and you have a, and we talk about it and we talk about what that would look like and stuff. And then we have a concept, we have a theory. Mm. Um, But until you test that, however, you know, and I'm, I'm just pulling an example out, but you've got to test it and you've got to have an experience for it to drop into the body and become knowledge. Mm. So when experience drops into our body and becomes knowledge, that's the, That's when it becomes mastery.
1: Mm. Well, I can always talk talk about driving. So you can read all the books and know how and watch mum and dad driving and and get the idea because I remember when I was um, younger, my mum would let me move the gears. Well, I knew what to put them into, but when I had to actually do it, I'd forget what I had to do. And then when I started to learn to drive, it was the same thing. I understood the concept of driving, and I knew I had to do the clutch and stuff all this way, but when I actually had to do it, I'm like, what the fuck? This doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel normal. Why am I not getting this? Because the body hadn't got it yet. It wasn't in the body. But as you know, everybody else Mm -hmm. who's learned how to drive, you go through that clunky period where you really got to think about it and it feels awkward, but it starts to get easier and easier the more you do it. Then you know when it's in the body, when it's a done deal, it is totally in the subconscious because then you can drive, you can talk, you can text, you can be thinking about what you're going to cook for dinner and talking to hubby over here and the kids screaming in the background and and putting some makeup on. Whatever. You can do a thousand things because the body has already got this whole driving thing. (laughs) It's all sorted. It's the same with anything you want to master. When it's in the body, it's a done deal. But in the meantime, ways to get there is to absorb, learn, do, teach.
0: Absolutely. So let's talk about ways that they can identify if they're overgiving. Let's for now just kind of accept the fact that you're a teacher to someone somewhere. And Mm -hmm. to be a teacher doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to end up teaching some, you know, like a paid course or something. You might very well might. Um, But at some point within your business there is some kind of teaching going on mm, so teaching we're just going to, to right we're going to step into the assumption that that's you that fits you somehow <laughs> so let's talk about how can we identify when we're over giving what does it start to feel like
1: um well no, i would get people to look at the drivers why are you trying to give more if the driver is because I'm scared it's not enough. I'm not enough. Well, what
0: if you don't recognize you're even trying to give more? That's true. Can you go, like, there's a point where you don't know what you don't know, right? (laughs) That's
1: true. That's absolutely true. Very much in the beginning. Um, That's where I think, like, what we did today where we bounced it off someone who is, like, outside the field or doesn't really know it to go, okay, well, how do you feel about, you know, this this is what we're going to teach and ask for questions as well, but start to look at how much you're trying to give in one session and see if that person is going, yeah, that's fantastic. I'm looking forward to that. Or a bit like me, like, oh, okay, hang on. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> hang on a second. You're going to fit that into one. You,
0: your camera is freezing a little and on my end, at least, and it froze right when you made that face. <laughs> it's hysterical. So you're just staring at me going, <gasps> and I'm like, okay, I get <laughs> it. I get it. Stop exaggerating, Rage. Jeez.
1: See, <laughs> <laughs> so having a sounding board is fantastic. Yes.
0: I, I would say that another kind of indicator or a flag for a person to know if they're overgiving is: is it taking you to the place where you're starting to stress out?
1: Mm.
0: Like it stopped feeling good for you, and you're mm. starting to go, how the hell am I going to do this? If you can't imagine cramming all that information into an hour, Mm -hmm. maybe you really can't. Maybe (laughs) that right there is the flag that's telling you, hold your horses, simplify. Mm -hmm. Um, That's when I would say that fear, I'm not giving enough kicks in because as you start to see what you could pull out, that's mm. when you'll notice that you're like, oh, my God, but now all the value is gone. Well, is it?
1: Mm. Yeah. So one thing I've I've noticed, um, and which is why my training has changed from a big three-hour chunk to 16 weeks of an hour session, um, but only, say, 20, 20 to 30 minutes, that's actual content. That's the only part that's actual teaching, and it's kind of going over that piece in detail, piece mm-hmm. by piece, and kind of repeated at the same time. And then they get to practice doing it and then there's time for Q&A. And even there, like I've broken it down into these little chunks, there are still bits and pieces where they're going, okay, but I I haven't quite got that. I don't quite understand or they've got questions around it. So as you're doing trainings, I mean, this is the, well, it's technically about the third or fourth class going through. Every class has been different. But every time I'm looking for where do I need to draw it out a little bit further or pull it into separate chunks? Where do I need to create supplemental material that breaks it down simplifies it even more for the average person that you're going to get some people to go yep got it got it got it got it got it but that's like if you i don't know if you guys do it but the bell curve so there's always yep. these people mm-hmm. at either end the ones that really struggle and the ones that have super got it and then everybody else is in the middle so you want to aim for in the middle but have space to be able to to help those on either end as well so for me it's if you're doing any kind of training 20 to 30 minute chunks is about good for teaching, then have space for questions for them to really get it and then the support system afterwards. So if you're doing any more than that and you're not allowing extra time for talk, then you may be giving too much.
0: And this, you know, we're talking about trainings right here, but let's even look at your giveaways, your offers, Mm. the things that you're maybe doing to create business for yourself. Sometimes if people are getting too much information from you, I mean, here's something, here's a little beef I have, is one of the marketing angles out there is to over-deliver on value. And I like the sound of it, like, like the giver in me, like, yes. Um, but, again, it's, it's a very um, slippery slope because if you give too much information right away, Right up front, and the mm-hmm. person can't digest it, and here's the thing what what I know I react to as a client, and then what I see people react to. If you give me enough information for me to digest and then I can take action on and see a result from, that's what gets me to come back and keep trying, keep looking mm-hmm. at your work and keep going deeper in. If you give me a you know one hundred and six page ebook about I don't know whatever whatever it is. There's a really good chance that I'm going to get it's going to sit in my inbox, and I'm going to go, okay, I'll get to that later when I have time. And then of course, you have
1: time. my lie is that there's no other
0: <laughs> no other time but the present. It's all taken, basically.
1: Pretty much, and that's another strategy, really, is when you think about and you know, we're talking about kind of lead magnets and stuff you're giving away as a part of your courses or trainings or whatever. Um, you know, how how would you respond? So I definitely know for me that when I'm signing into, you know, signing up for people's giveaways and whatnot, I want something that's quick and easy for me to digest because if it's longer than that, I will never get to it. So, I mean, we've had this lesson as well because our lead magnet has been this big, package of stuff oh oh, it's huge um, it was huge huge. (laughs) so we're we're in the process of (laughs) finalizing our new one which is a quiz like it's quick and easy and it 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 helps them get direct results or answers straight away which we highly recommend quizzes are a really good idea so
0: and i and people (laughs) just on a side note they love to hear about themselves i do I'm like, anytime someone tells, I, I don't know what the last one I took was like, what's your money archetype? And I'm like, I don't know. What is it? And I'll sit there and take like a six page quiz just to find out. And I'm like, cool.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, um yeah, we love I, there's a few different ways that I, I mean, I see it. I, we've, we've done it. We, we, we fail forward. That's how we learn. Oh totally. We look it up so we can tell you. Don't do it this way. <laughs>
0: we, yeah, that's what we're here for. We're here to be like, yeah, we tried that and it wasn't working. So <laughs> round two, round
1: two, round
0: three, <laughs> round four. <laughs> exactly, because sometimes the best teacher is experience. We're on the other side of it, where we've heard the theory, but we tried it anyway, and now we're on the other side of it. We're like, yep, that really doesn't work. <laughs> Sometimes that's just how you got to do it.
1: Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, so that's one to watch for. It's um, it's definitely a uh, a typical behavior that we see a lot of for our ladypreneurs Um, but it's definitely one that's that's stopping you from receiving all of the, the money that you could make in your business. And yeah, sorry, you've got something to add there. Just
0: the point that that type A perfectionist mm. people you fall into this category. Almost more than anybody anyone. else, yep. <laughs> anyone
1: <laughs> trying to and get a w-
0: and we're the ones who can produce content like, mm-hmm. like a, a fire hose, basically that much content can come out of us con- mm-hmm. and not stop. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to have put limits on ourselves. It's one of, you know, the funny thing is that most I type A's that I work with think they don't have enough. They're not ready yet. And the truth is, they have like so much that they could probably break it down into like a four year mm. program and um, they'd be fine. Mm. So, just
1: yep. know that too. Know that yep. if,
0: if that's one of your excuses for not moving forward.
1: Yep. And here's the other thing too we forget that, you know, people are only absorbing about 10% of what's coming at them. So, we have this belief that. We have to keep coming up with new stuff, new stuff, new stuff, new stuff and give and give and give new stuff because they've already heard that before. But here's the, here's the cool thing and the kicker is that no, they haven't heard it all before. And even the stuff they have heard, they haven't necessarily implemented or really got at the body level. Repetition yes. is how it gets further into the subconscious. It's how it gets into the body. It's how it gets to the place of implementing and knowing. So keep talking, keep repeating stuff.
0: Can I add yes, you that because that, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. And I have a great example of someone who does this masterfully. Um, Abraham Hicks. Mm. I've been following their work. They've been doing their work, by the way, since like 89. Mm. That's how long they've been out there. I've been following their work since 2004. You can hear almost every lecture they give. You can go on YouTube and listen to the lectures because they they are very supportive of it being put out there for free so as many people can hear it. If you read their books, it is a variation on the first thing they talked about. They just go deeper and deeper and deeper into the same message. And every lecture I listen to, someone asks the question, if you listen to these back to back, and I have, I've like cleaned the house with it on in the background. It's the same message Mm. over and over. And I'm not saying that they're lacking in information, but it's like this crystal that that's what I'm holding, by the way, someone had asked (laughs) I'm holding a crystal. It's many faceted and it's like, they're turning the same stone and letting you see it from a different angle and different angle, but it's the same point Mm. that they're making. Um, And they're clarifying on that. And they're very popular. Mm. I mean, they're very good and they're, but they're very popular and people keep coming back and keep listening to it. And I listened to it for years. I listened to it for years. So what she said is totally spot on and gold. Um, mm-hmm. This idea, and I, I'm so guilty of getting caught in that I've got to bring something new to the table. The stuff that I teach, especially right now in School for Spirit, is ancient. It's ancient stuff. It's been around, but, and yet it's new to somebody.
1: Mm. That's exactly right. And the other thing that, um, you know, and that's why we've, we've made some changes to our success circle membership to make it simpler because yeah. we we worked out that it was overwhelming. So we've narrowed it down to the important pieces, you know, walking our talk here. Um, that's right. And you know, the other thing too, it's it's about implementing and giving space for implementation. If you're constantly bombarding them with new information, they can't implement what they've already learned. And it, honestly, that's where the change happens. That's where the value is, is helping them to actually implement the change as opposed to getting more information that they know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So more implementation and keep repeating the message in different ways. You, that is giving. You don't need to keep giving and giving new, 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 new because it'll just evolve in that way anyway.
0: Well, not, not only that, but... Um... So let's talk about that. Let's be a little transparent about how it felt at first to change the membership area because we were noticing um, that we needed to do some clarifying in there for for ourselves and for our clients because we wanted stronger engagement. And so we had to really sit there and look at all the stuff we were giving and really like it was like we had to self-critique, which is very hard sometimes (laughs) to do. Um, but what was interesting is that we both felt after we kind of cut some of the stuff out where we were doing a lot of running around busy work. We're like, and and here's this, it's kind of like when my daughter, she's six and she goes around the yard and picks all the like dandelion flowers out of the yard. Here's this one for you. you're like, one was enough. Thanks honey. You know what I mean? It's just like this constant and here's another thing and here's another thing and here's another thing. Um, and we weren't hearing any feedback on it or seeing if people were engaging with some of the items. Mm. And um, really we were like, why are we doing this? What, it, Like she said, what's the driver? What's the driving force? Because we want to make sure that we are over-delivering. Well, yeah. who is it serving?
1: <laughs> it was running us ragged. Look, our to-do list, I mean, it's just the two of us in our business, but now we've, we've outsourced a bunch of stuff, which was all part of this process of simplifying. Um, But we had to look at, you know, what is on our to-do list, both of us are mums. So there is that as well. And we were feeling really overwhelmed with everything that we wanted to do, which was our School for Spirit and Source for Shift and our Success Circle membership. And we wanted to keep going with all that. But these other things were just piling up and we weren't able to get to the important work, which is, you know, setting up marketing and a whole bunch of other stuff to really grow the business. So it's, it made us sort of stop and look at it and look at how can we do this better? How can we make it easier for us? How can we look at what's overwhelming us and see, you know, is that providing value to our clients as well? And if there was sort of a no, no, they're not really using it and we're not, it's just taking, taking our time and our, our focus right. So let's cut that out. Let's cut this out. Let's cut that out. And what feels really good. Okay, well this chunk that feels really good because I do use that and we love giving it. And this is where it kind of fits. And everything else, you know, what fits, what feels good, what feels like value without overgiving, but without creating overwhelm on either side either.
0: Right. And then and also still but still staying in integrity with what we intended to give. That was a big part of it. it was like, wait, what yeah. were what was the intention behind it? originally, before we worried about whether they like us or not, <laughs> whether, whether they just think we're the most amazing, uh, when it came down to it, what we wanted to share, that's, that was, that had to be refocused and be the core of everything. And also we got client feedback and sometimes the client feedback is gold mm. when it's positive. It's great. When it's not so positive, it's really gold because then mm. it's like shows you, um, you you know, some people were like, I don't really engage with any of that. I just come for this. Like mm. the spirit circles. I just come for spirit circles. We're like, really? <laughs> I'm like that's it. Um. Yeah. Okay. But then we realized that should be a level. Mm. That should be a total level. If that's something that's getting people to like really engage, that's gotta be its own thing.
1: Mm. Oh thanks, be Becky. Oh, we love <laughs> Becky. you too, Becky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All yeah. right. So so let's um Okay, so I think we identified how they could tell. so, and I think we've kind of talked about solutions within it, but maybe a quick recap, just a bullet point of how to start addressing overgiving. Uh, and you know, you can also take this and look at it in your your life, too. Mm. Take it out of the business context and look at where maybe you were leaking that energy there as well because of
1: insecurity. Yeah, I've seen this too. So overgiving of your time, overgiving of your resources, um, overgiving of, like they're the two biggest ones I can think of really, it's more time and resources of of any description, whether it's money, whether it's food, whether it's whatever. Um, Look at your motivation behind that. If you're not giving from a purely, I've got plenty, I've got plenty of time and I've got plenty of resources and I want to help um, as opposed to, oh, well, I feel like I need you, like there's an obligation attached Mm -hmm. to it um, or any kind of guilt or shame that I should, those kind of emotions let you know that that's not coming from the purest place and you're over giving in a way.
0: That's a really good point because being of service to others, you know, the giving is being of service to others. If it's not coming from a place of um, I have an expectation that if I give this to you, then I am acceptable. Then you give me validation for what I do or you um, appreciate me more. If there's any idea of a return mm. somehow, if you're doing it for the return, that is not actually service to others oriented. That's still service to self. So. Um, If you notice that that's the reasoning behind it and then you look at it and can like, can I drop that part and do it? Then it's service to others or maybe I should just drop it. It's overwhelming me. I'm doing it for an agenda. I didn't, you know, and good people can still do things with an agenda that happens all the time. Um, so, So if I can drop that and I can reclaim my power, my energy and my time, I can refocus and look at how can I be of service and give to others where I feel like I'm truly doing it for an altruistic reason rather than trying to somehow stroke my ego or feel <laughs> or feel validated. Um, yep.
1: Boundaries, baby, boundaries.
0: Boundaries, right? Yeah. Here's a strategy so, I
1: gave to someone just recently which will help you with creating boundaries, because that's the hardest part is when someone asks you for help or asks you for money, there's the the, the overgivers and the big hearted people just want to say yes. Um, for a thousand reasons. But one of the things you can do and which is really good for you to do, which creates a boundary without disrespecting the other person, is to say, I'm sorry, I can't help you right now. You don't need to justify it. You don't need to go into any stories, you just Say, I'm sorry, which is a, a beautiful, loving statement. I'm sorry, but I can't help you right now for whatever reason. And leave it at that. Anyone who's a big-hearted, understanding, friend, person in your life is going to go, that's okay, that's no problem at all. They're not going to push their agenda. If they're pushing their agenda, you can, that will let you know that that person is more of a vampire-type overtaker um, as opposed to an overgiver, <laughs> because often right? overgivers attract overtakers, just mm-hmm. so we're aware, uh, but that gives you a way of being able to go, I'm sorry, no, I can't do that right now. That's my super one strategy.
0: I love it. That's perfect. So with that, let's go right into questions. We're going to open it up for everybody, Yay! and um, questions can be around the topic if you want, but they do not have to be you can ask us anything. This is psychic Q and A time. And when we see questions popping up, we will answer as many as we can. Um, so let's take a look here. Uh, I'm just gonna read some comments as I'm seeing them come in. Um, yes, Terry saying she, that, that she understands that she teaches what she already knows. That's fantastic. Good. Monica is saying that she listens to some of the Abraham Hicks videos multiple times. I do too. Um, And that she's listened for years too. And it's Mm -hmm. repetition that made it stick. Like it's second nature now. So true. Mm -hmm. Jody is saying, because those who don't matter, wait, those who mind don't matter matter, and those those who don't matter matter, mind.
1: Yeah. I know (laughs) that one. So true. Those who mind, those who don't mind. Oh, Now even I can't say
0: Those
1: so who well, she <laughs> mind and those uh, who mind don't matter. Fuck.
0: No, no, I no. know what it's supposed to be. I'm going to try it again. How many <laughs> brains does it take to say this one phrase? Let's try it again. <laughs> she says, because those who mind don't matter and those yeah. uh, that matter don't mind. That's, That's how you right. say it.
1: That's it. We got there
0: period brain I'm sorry I can't read I can't read on the fly and now it's like my brain's like brain broken okay Maria is saying that she listens to Abraham Hicks every morning and if I miss listening to it then I feel out of place so it's a ritual for you I love that
1: yeah it's a reminder it just helps us to get so busy with stuff in life and this coming at us and that coming at us particularly mumpreneurs because you've got the kids and everybody's got this stuff but um yeah it's it's just a way of anchoring back into the way you want to be, the way you want to work your with your life. So these kinds of things, repetition is absolutely <laughs> gold. Yes.
0: So don't yes. be afraid
1: to teach in that way as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Teach. Everybody teach. Teach and simplify. Keep it simple. We, we used to say, um, so kiss, Yeah. Was Our version that was keep it simple sexy. <laughs> we need to put that back out there. But, yeah, <laughs> keep it simple sexy. Uh, awesome. Chai Singh, I love what you guys are doing. Thanks, Chai. All right, let's see. Do we have questions? Who got what now?
1: We got any questions? Anybody want to say anything? <laughs> Do you want to read that out?
0: <laughs> so did you see what Becky's statement is? Becky yeah, is she's in, She's in
1: alignment with us. Okay. Fantastic.
0: Um, so Maria's trying to form a question but anybody I, I can see you on uh, Facebook right now so I got this open um, anybody there who has a question I know that some people are yes anybody yes chai go for it um, yep
1: any questions yes
0: <laughs> any questions we'll take We're our,
1: here to answer them give you so I'm gonna bills. give
0: stop i give them a second to do that in the meantime. <laughs> Dance party. I promise, Rach, <laughs> that it's going to be a lot simpler. It's going to be more. It's going to go back into exciting zone because I took her right over the edge of excitement into panic. <laughs> I brought it back.
1: <laughs> Here we go. So, what do we got? Um, Becky's got a question.
0: It's yeah. a question
1: about her tax refund. it Has been three months in coming and is still held up. Supposed to be less than one. So, I guess she wants to know what's up with that.
0: Mm, I think the government. There was a. I remember hearing. About this but there was a uh, and it has something to do with the child tax credit Becky give me a thumbs up if you understand what I'm talking about but they they reformulated something there and it was causing uh, an extension or a delay on people getting their returns and it has to do with that so it's coming um, but that's the big kind of kerfuffle and it's, it's a pain in the butt okay okay and monica has a question are you still with me are you still with me rach
1: i'm here yep can you hear me drop you yes
0: out? no i just i saw your face and i didn't know if it was <laughs> Rach. every <laughs> once in a while like like to play mannequin with me where she's like <laughs> just freezes so i don't know if she's messing with me or not okay <laughs> let's see so becky said yes i heard to also try not to depend on it any help there yes 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 okay let's talk about this people rach right when you decide money is coming from a specific direction what Mm. happens what do you do to your energy that's right you've shut a bunch of doors so i like to tell people about the house i say there's a house in front of you with 10 doors and if you're depending and it's like the house wealth, right? And, um, if you've only got one door open and we're calling this door taxes, then money can only really come to you through that door. If you want money to come to you
1: from any direction, you got to open all those fuckers up, <laughs>
0: like open all the doors.
1: <laughs> going to be open to money coming in from any direction at any time unexpectedly.
0: Um, right. And that can feel a little scary especially for those of us who are trying to figure out how the universe works. We want the universe to tell us ahead of time how it's going to work so we can be safe that it all works out. But both Rach and I are going to be repetitive right now and tell you about what the universe is telling us constantly all day and every day. What are they saying, Rach? Just
1: decide. Decide. And contemplate. There it is.
0: There it is. There's the the question.
1: It's the C word. Um, they drop the C word on us the all the
0: time. <laughs> it's a good C word. So <laughs> contemplate. You've got to go into that meditative state where you can detach from the need, even just for 10 minutes. Both Rach and I did it the other day. I mean, we've been doing it regularly, but yes. we both hit this place where we were like, wow, it's really going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. And I'm not just saying that we were saying that to make each other feel good. Like We really felt it it was in the mix
1: in the body um, in the body
0: and sometimes when I meditate I think a lot <laughs> still yeah, So it, it takes <laughs> takes a lot to get me to get out of my head like I'll, I'll do mantras which is kind of a cheater's way of thinking because at least if you're thinking one thought consistently you go into a trance but the truth is I think about the things I want to make I think about what they're going to look like I think about how it affects people I feel I think about all that but that's still. Thinking that is not meditation truly, that's not going into oneness. Um, so, when you can go into that oneness zone, you'll feel it, mm-hmm. you'll feel what it feels like to be truly taken care of and okay. That's the space that you want to manifest from. This yeah. is what Abraham Hicks talks about it's about being in the vortex. Mm-hmm. Now, they're also approaching it for a lot of us thinkers from a thinking perspective think about what you want focus only on that stay in that good feeling we're saying go pat stop thinking if you can
1: just for a little bit Mm -hmm. yeah get in the feel good zone what i found with contemplation is i've been able to um target or focus my contemplation time so what i do is i have a pad and a pen and i write at the top of it you know one of the things i've been working on is simplicity so um before we came up with the idea of outsourcing um, I wrote down at the top of the pad, simplicity, easy, effective. And then I kind of just sat in that place of, okay, well, how can we make it easier for ourselves? And I contemplated on that and then the ideas came. So for you, Becky, how can I bring in more income? How can I, how can I make this easier for myself? Those kinds of questions are then Tuning into your team and your team's going. Oh, okay. We well, can we'll give you some answers to that because you just asked a good question. <laughs>
0: Ask the right yeah. questions.
1: That'll give you ideas, and then it's up to you to
0: take action. Yes, yeah, but for everybody here listening and, and approaching all these questions, we got a few coming up now, Ooh, so cool. I want to get to them. Give yourself a time. So, in meditation, the point of it this is to go into being. Mm being is the no space this is the place where you um and you know what what really helped me get there actually was that last new moon um Mm -hmm. visualization they gave us so that what they gave us was like be in your body be part of the world be like the whole world be go back to your body world and you were like we were going back and forth It was like we were morphing in and out of this space but it helped me to do that because somewhere between being everything and just being me, mm. like I stopped trying to get into me, and I just stayed in that open space. And it was—you could just feel it. It's very ugh. everybody try to get there. Um, the answers are right there too, and it's weird because there's—it's like a just a sensation. Mm. But it's deep. It's like rooted into that place that you. when you feel the most secure, that's what it feels like. When you feel the most loved, that's what it feels like. When you feel the most powerful, that's what it feels like. And, and they're asking all of us, um, the universe is asking all of us to keep tapping into that so we recognize it when we're not sitting in lotus position on a cushion like going, you know, so that we can notice that feeling when we're in it
1: and okay. be able to drop into it faster.
0: All right, beautiful. Okay, I want to answer some of these questions because we got a lot. So, Terry, really quickly, you answer, you ask this one all the time, and the answer is always yes. Um, she's asking uh, that she wants to get into empowerment coaching. Does she see that coming up for me? And it's always the same yes, yes, yes. Take the action. You're, the lioness is there, she's waiting. And it's another, it's, um, there's no more pieces you need to get, Terry. The pieces Mm -hmm. are there. It's time to start putting them together and see how the puzzle looks. Like, just start doing it. Start putting it out there. Um, There's no more to gather. People are waiting. um, And you kind of got to fail forward to do it. Mm -hmm. Just like everybody. It's going to work. You just have to be okay with this. Um, place of, am I doing it? I don't know. Is it right? This is yeah.
1: the growth, growth thing. Every mm-hmm. coach, everyone goes through that question, that doubt, that, but do it anyway because you, you master and you gain confidence by doing it. Just do 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 it.
0: Okay. So I'm looking at Chai now. Chai's got a couple things here. I'm trying to okay. make sure I get the whole thread. Okay. Um, she wants to know like what, the lesson is coming up. She knows what she wants to do. Well, I hope you're hearing it. I hope that you see that everybody gathers together for a reason, that they're drawn to this one space at a point in time with their questions and they're starting to answer each other. If you know what you want to do, why wait? Mm-hmm. Why? We always have this idea um, that there's a perfect time. Ah. And it's not until you do it that you went, Oh, Right. That was the perfect time to do it whenever it happens. So you get to decide. And this is something that we talk really deeply about in the success circle membership, but there is no, if you're waiting for stars to align, you might be waiting for like another 26,000 years. I'm just saying the stars are only in the position that they are for so long. So instead of, instead of waiting for fate to show it to you, decide, decide, that it is time to go in. Um, She's not waiting. She says things keep coming up like obstacles.
1: Yeah, that's, that's probably more of a subconscious thing. Is there a part of you that actually doesn't want to step into it? That's afraid of what will happen when you do. Are you afraid of the success? What that looks like? Have a look at what, um, what that's actually going to mean there will be something because you are the creator look that's the the bottom line no matter what's going on you are the creator so if obstacles are coming up it's not necessarily because the stars aren't aligning it is because there's a part of you that's not in complete alignment with what you say you want
0: so she's saying that uh like big people authorities
1: coming what do you mean
0: yeah i need i need more information there to know what she's talking about um are you talking about like taxes or IRS or uh, legal matters? Um, so I need more information, a little, just a little bit more information on that. But what Rach is talking about is it's hard to believe sometimes that we can manifest exterior obstacles. Like we don't see as they're coming at us how we drew them in or how they're connected, how we somehow called it to us um but the the belief in our fear that this won't work or that i'll be stopped or um that something's trying to stop me kind it's a it's a summoning it's a way we summon it um okay she's saying like i had a traumatic experience law of attraction right right and you know this is something that i would definitely say would require some one-on-one talk just to really dig into but you're right it is a deep seated belief this is the mm-hmm. kind of thing that rach works on with people the source for shift but it's about getting in there digging into why because sometimes we hear the surface stuff like rach has a whole list of money beliefs and we've done them we've done them as groups we've done them individually uh, and some of them resonate and you go okay that must be it that was it but there's something deeper and it's something that sometimes it's ridiculous, like a fear of death. Yep. If I make money, if I make a certain amount of money, I will die. I will be killed or something. You know, and it's, you don't even know it's there. You don't even know that it's in there. Now, that's just one weird example that I pulled up after digging deep enough. And I'm like, wow, that's, um, it feels irrational. Like, I'm like, I don't even feel emotionally connected to that. And yet, if it was pulled out of my subconscious, conscious you bet you better believe that it's hanging out in there somewhere waiting to activate
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah let's um we can have a conversation more about that offline because this is not a simple answer
0: <laughs> it's it's not but it's also it's not um it's not an unfixable no. situation either it's no. more of like an introspective you got to really look in there and see what's cooking mm. um to move it out of the way okay so let's keep going here okay let's see um uh, so Janine's asking if she should leave her or stay with her significant other. I need um, a little more information. The things that are coming up right now is like cle- unclear. I need length of time and a name if you're willing to share it. Um, so I'll look for that in the comments, Janine, if you're still with us. Um, but that would help me. Get a little bit clearer on the whose energy I'm picking up there. Mm, okay, Jody's asking. She says her little one might need to have a surgery. Do you see that happening? Let's see. So I get a yes, but it's also um, Jody. Is it something to do with the like the throat? throat mouth area I'm feeling it I feel something going on when I try to check into that area I'll go right back here back of my uh, palate okay so Jody, I'm waiting for people to uh, answer okay wait so I've got an answer from Janine she says five years Chris Janine uh Okay, so yes is uh, the short answer, but it's also dependent on you, Janine. It's very much (laughs) okay.
1: (laughs) It's my computer. It's all good.
0: No, I know, but it's like I'm getting the, uh, the, the (laughs) um. It's only going to happen if you decide you're the decision maker. Whenever I tap into someone's energy who's looking at a relationship like that. It's always the one asking who's the leading energy, believe it or not. So even if the other person brings it up, it's the one who is in contemplation mode, who has the, the power, if you will. So it, that's you. That's your choice. Um, what I feel around it, when I feel is I feel that you're in a growth gap, okay? And this happens happens in relationships we go through these growth (laughs) gaps where one person has a a personal growth like shift like they've like had a growth spurt right and suddenly you feel the gap between where you're at now and where they are and that's where it becomes really uncomfortable so i'm just i'm looking at comments to see if if Mm -hmm. anyone's commenting here um So I just want you to to recognize that 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 might be what's leading this feeling. Um, And even if that person is the one saying, I don't think this is working, they're coming from that place of they feel the separation as well. So Rach, who has the relationship advice, she's the relationship guru over here. Um, If someone wanted to work through that, what's some advice that you would give them?
1: Yeah, so first of all, I mean, I don't have without knowing too much about the whole scenario, um, look at, you know, are you actually fully committed to the relationship? Like are you fully in it? Are you fully trusting? Are you fully loving and compassionate and everything that you want to get back? That's a big one she's, that I see a lot.
0: And I just wanna add that she's just adding that it's been kind of toxic, which is a big
1: Right, okay.
0: That's red flag signs.
1: Yep. Beautiful. Okay, so if you're in emotional danger, which means you know, emotional mental danger is just as much as bad as physical danger, um, and sometimes worse in that case. So if that's if that's what's going on, if it is toxic to you, then there's to me it's go 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 go. Self love um, takes a huge dive and a huge, and self esteem takes a huge hit by staying in a relationship that is toxic that is constantly um, belittling, wearing you down, um, those kinds of things. So if that's if it's not a relationship that is building you up, that is filling your love tank, that is making you feel like you could take on the world because you've got that level of support and love, then there's something very big to look at right there.
0: Yeah, what she's telling me here in it is that is is actually like one eighty of what you're talking about. So all that that stuff that Rach just mentioned. Janine, if it's not measuring, if it's not meeting any of those criteria, which according to what she's saying, it's not. It's not the other end of the spectrum with Mm. cheating and lying. Um, You've got to set the boundary here. And and you, this is one of those moments where um, self-love, it's a self-love exam, if you will. You're in an exam period. Mm. How much do you? love care and respect for yourself because it's getting mirrored back to you um by your by the choice you'll make
1: Mm. we see it a lot with relationships people will stay in it way longer than they need to because there's a fear of what if i don't meet someone else oh but they said they loved me so they hold on to this tiny little piece of where these people are um you know really nice but then 90 percent of the time they're completely disrespectful or harmful in some way shape or form or cheating lying whatever um and it does take a strong person to be able to go, no, I deserve better than that. I deserve to be loved, to be supported, and to know, and I need you to hear this, to know that it's absolutely possible for you to meet someone like that. Don't hold on to something just in case because it's there. You deserve better.
0: Okay. So sounds like she's on board. She understands that that's a really good follow-up answer there. And it's, it's right there. When you're on the edge of it, it's your choice. Um, But I do want – we're going over time, and I want to make sure – I'm going to take one more question right now, and I want to follow up with Jodi because she gave us some more information, yep. Um, and then we're going to have to stop. <laughs> <But You're right. laughs> okay, going back to what Jody said. Um, okay, it is uh, brain surgery, yeah. and it's quite deep in the brain. So where I feel it, she was saying kind of makes sense that it's kind of in alignment with what's, uh, you know, back here. Um, and looking at more information. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome, Janine. Um, I thought I just realized, um, my pop will be having surgery tomorrow on his throat and neck area. And the surgery I'm asking about would be for my son, Logan, who is six and a half. No, I felt your son. I asked about your son. Um, So, I and I feel, I do feel that it's a yes. Now, here's the thing about that. Um, As soon as we hear something like that, what happens to us energetically? Where do we go? We usually go into our fear. We usually go into the, oh my God, um, I don't want that. Um, This might happen. Such and such scenario. How do I prevent? You know, we we start to really uh, bank energy into the side of what we don't want to have happen. So, as we are facing something like this, the sooner we can kind of come to some acceptance. But then, you know, part of it is like I got to accept how I feel, right? I got to look at it for real and be like, this is who I. This is how I feel. This is what it's bringing up as soon as we can look at that and address it, then we can decide if we want to keep that feeling. And if we don't like the way it feels and we decide not to keep it, then we move over into um, the possibilities. And again, this is just like the wealth house that we talked about with the doors being open. We have these type of energetic houses, if you will. If you, I mean, it's really the same energy to be honest. But sometimes it helps to compartmentalize it and think of it a little differently. Um, Around the healing, as soon as you realize that this might be the the reality, we can start instantly looking at how easy it could be, how it could turn around. We can open up all the possibilities of how good and how easy and how maybe surgery actually isn't an option anymore because it's starting to self-heal. Now, here's the crazy thing. Um, From the woo-woo side, from the quantum physics side that I love hearing a lot, um, a lot of these more advanced people with more advanced healing modalities say that the human body is one of the easiest things to heal. Isn't that interesting? Because we're all so wrapped up on our level and our beliefs that it's really hard that it's life or death, literally, and that it's some fixed in a fixed state. It is not. It's an energy state. Hmm. Um, and as soon as we can start moving our minds to this, that it's, it's energy and it's basically particles of matter. And particles of matter can be influenced. They can be influenced by sound. They can be influenced by light. They can be influenced by thought. Particles of matter are so easy easy to move we do it all the time without even realizing we're doing it so if we can stop seeing it as this hard immovable object which is a belief which creates a hard immovable object and we can start looking at particles of matter that are easily influenced then we can start getting in there and talking to that energy and asking it to heal asking it to move around asking it to take different shape or disappear Um, and this is called in quantum physics the observer effect so it is it is scientifically proven what I'm saying is not wishful thinking it's scientifically proven that what we observe about something doesn't matter what it is what we observe about it makes it true so it's time to start observing it in the way that can be easier can be miraculous can be incredibly healing can be uh, life-giving okay
1: and get him involved in it too. Like children are fantastic for playing, playing games. Um, teach him that he can, you know, talk to that part of his brain and, and ask it what it needs and, and send light to it, whatever. All- allow him to be part of the process of healing himself, which will help him to feel maybe a little bit less scared To I don't know how young he is exactly, but old enough to be able to play. So get him involved. So It, be- it also helps you to focus on... Healing is possible. Healing is possible. Healing is possible.
0: Um, and I, I don't know if it's on YouTube, but Jody, I want you to look up Tibetan sound healing, Tibetan sound healing. Um, I always mention Gaia. <laughs> I'm going to do it again. There's a show called missing links where there's an episode. I, and I think I talked about it last week or to somebody else, or there's an episode where they show um, someone getting healed of an inoperable tumor in their bladder that in the United States, they were like, this is not, you're you're stuck with this. They showed um, other people healing it through sound and belief, and they showed it in real time with an ultrasound, the the thing healing. Um, and you know, the human mind wants to go, oh, well, that's because they're in Tibet, and oh, that's because these are like you know Himalayan monks doing this. No, we have to see that we're all capable of this, and the point of it being shown to us is that you can do this he can do this you can do this groups of people getting together that's why we do that that's why we call groups of people and we say send energy send healing it really does work um and it's the it's the dominant belief that gets played out okay yeah beautiful i use it we go to sleep to it each night mm. This is one of those things, I believe. Yep, exactly. Well, and and that's why I wanted you to look at the Tibetan sound healing. Um, You could look at Tibetan medical sound healing. Try a couple different ones. Or if you have Gaia, watch that show. Um, But what helps us believe it, really believe it, is seeing it in action. Mm. Sometimes hearing the stories. But when you can watch it happening, first thing you want to do is give credit to those human beings for being extraordinary. But the point is they're human beings and so are you. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. The um, people are just chiming in that they've seen that on the show. Agnes, I love you, darling. We can't answer. We're already over in time. Um, But if you want to put your question in the thread anyway, um, when I have a chance later, I will try to answer your question.
1: If not, we'll be back Um, at the same time next week. So. (laughs)
0: That's right. Me. That's right. We're here, rain or shine. No matter what, <laughs> no matter what physical state. Do,
1: what kind going of hot to mess we're up. gonna show up as?
0: <laughs> exactly. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, you're
0: so welcome, Jody. Okay, so yes, and and Jody, one other thing is use this group. Ask for mm. healing. Yeah, this group is fantastic. It is a powerhouse of um, healing, positive energy. And, um, anytime somebody needs a little healing boost or extra love, Mm -hmm. uh, they post it and hear people respond. Yeah. Yeah. So use the power of the group. Yay. (laughs) All right. Fantastic. 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 Um, so we're going to wrap up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're going to, I'm going to eat some din din and Rach is going to, what are you going to do?
1: I'm going to have lunch. And then I've got to hit the you before I to go lunch until I get to go pick <laughs> Jacks up because I was Jax free for a few hours today, so I'm gonna make the most of that.
0: <laughs> right? You gotta dance around the house and like do yoga, listen to rock music. <laughs> paint your toenails.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Should shave my legs. I'm not even telling you what condition they're in. Let's not go there again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that night. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, relax. <laughs> we got this. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for
0: listening to the show. To learn more about Rach and Therese and all of our awesome offerings, go to spirit4success.com or find us on Facebook. In fact, why not join our kickass and sparkly group, Kickass and Sparkly Lady Peneurs Unite. Until next time, relax, we got this.